living guts and use them to grease the treads of our tanks. We're going to murder those lousy Hun bastards by the bushel. Now, some of you boys I know are wondering whether or not you'll chicken out under fire. Don't worry about it. I can assure you that you will all do your duty. The Nazis are the enemy. Wade into them. Spill their blood. Shoot them in the belly. When you put your hand into a bunch of goo that a moment before was your best friend's face, you'll know what to do. Welcome, welcome everyone to the Ape Academy podcast. Act, protect, engage. We are back. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> this is an iconic scene from the movie Patton from 1970. General George Patton is perhaps the most famous, notorious, and successful American battlefield generals in American history. He's controversial. He was brash. He was arrogant. He was aggressive. But he was effective. He got the job done. He saved our butts multiple times. Today's podcast is about the Battle of Bastogne in Belgium. Specifically, how Patton you won't have to and say, his tanks saved the American 101st Airborne Division that was I holding the town of Bastogne. The battle happened. Well, the Battle of the Bulge happened over a course of a few weeks, but we're talking specifically since it is December 26, 2021. We're talking about December 26, 1944. So, I hope. That you guys will enjoy this podcast. It's a historical podcast. It's not going to be a long one. I promise. I'm not going to keep you too long. All right, guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy General Patton and the Battle of Bastogne. Ape. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the APE Academy podcast once again. Hope you guys had a great holiday. Hope Santa came down and blessed you guys from with gifts from the tactical gods. Let me know what you guys got. <laughs> I'm really interested to know. All right, all right, all right. So, quick housekeeping. As usual, this podcast is sponsored by two great sponsors, the USCCA, United States Concealed Carry Association, the number one concealed carry 
and Second Amendment advocacy group in America. Please join them today. Also, Bravo Concealment Holsters at Bravo Concealment on IG, BravoConcealment.com. They sell the greatest inside the waistband holsters, outside the waistband holsters, tactical belts, tactical mag pouches, all type of cool tactical gear for the high-speed shooter in you. Please check them out today. Use code 810-APE10 to get 10% off at freaking checkout. Man, they are so worth it. <laughs> I have two of their holsters, and I also have uh, a mag pouch. So, trust me, it's good quality. All right, guys, so we're talking about the Battle of Bastrons today. Actually, we're only talking about a one day, right? One specific event, because you can talk about the Battle of Bastrons and the Battle of the Bulge for an entire podcast series, okay? World War II is an epic event. Actually, epic is not even the right word for it. We all know what it did. We all know what it meant, right? With the implications of us winning Americans, that is the Allied forces, winning the, ba winning the battle and also winning the war. It changed the history of the world. So, backdrop real quick. Americans, they land in Normandy. They push through France. Took a while, right? A lot of a lot of blood was shed. A lot of battles were lost and won. They break into Belgium. Now, the Americans got the Germans on the ropes, right? The Germans are reeling, okay? Uh, they really the the Germans took huge losses on the Eastern Front fighting the Russians. At first, everything seemed great. They pushed deep, deep, deep into Russia. They got stopped at Stalingrad on the Volga River. They got stopped cold. That really changed the war, okay? It was like in boxing. If you're beating up a guy for 11 out of the 12 rounds, it's like when uh, Ali fought Foreman, and all of a sudden, they hit you with one right hand, and you're stunned, right? All of a sudden, the fight is lost, right? The momentum shifts. That's what happened on the Eastern Front. They got held up at Stalingrad. The Russians turn around and counterattack. They drive Germans all the way back. So the Germans are taking L's. They're losing men, okay? They're losing money. Their planes are getting shot down, so they're really in trouble on the Eastern Front. And this translates also into the Western Front because they're also taking losses on the Western Front also. So, the Allies push into the Ardennes Forest in Belgium, okay? And it's winter, right? It's around Christmas time. And um, actually, the Germans decide, okay, you know, we have to do something. We have to do a counterattack. So the Battle of the Bulge really represents a bulge, right? So what happened was the Germans had a spearhead. They tried to break through the Allied line, lines at specific points, which is the bulge concept, right? It kind of bent the Allied lines inward, right? They didn't break. Luckily, the Allies did not break, but it was, it was, it was close. The German counterattack was not expected, because everyone thought, oh, you know, they're going to, you know, it's winter. They're going to lick their wounds, whatever. No, they decided to make a daring counterattack, and they almost succeeded. They almost succeeded. But they really kind of underestimated the genius of Patton and some of the other American generals. That's what we're talking about today. So, on this day in 1944, December 26th, the American general, George S. Patton. All right, so our sources are historycollection.com, history.com. All right, we have a few sources. 
General George S. Patton relieved the American units that had been under siege in the town of Bastogne during the Battle of the Bulge. So, the principal unit was the 101st Airborne Division <coughs> Parachute Regiment. All right, their parachute regiments were they were tasked with holding the town. They were surrounded. There's a famous exchange where um, a German commander sent the American 101st commander a message saying, you know, you need to give up. You're surrounded. If you do not give up, the American, the U.S., he said, USA forces will be annihilated. You are responsible for the health and safety of your men. And the American commander responded with one word. Excuse me. Nuts. In all caps. N-U-T-S. Nuts. Suck it, nerd. We're not doing it. We're not surrendering. We're not retreating. And that's pretty dope. So anyway, the Americans had been under siege in the town of Best Stones during the Battle of the Bulge. General Patton, he, he used this kind of cutting-edge strategy to break the German siege. Excuse me, the, uh, I'm getting over a little cold. The Americans were surrounded, okay? But pretty much the Americans were, were about to be completely surrounded, enveloped, and overwhelmed. The Germans had attacked the Americans in the Ardennes region of Belgium, and they had driven them back, right? So that's what that bulge concept comes in. They had forced the surrender of about 7,000 soldiers. However, that group in Bastogne, they refused to surrender. And they were the units that were under siege that Patton had to relieve. The, the town of Bastogne was a key point in the communication network in the area. And the Germans had to seize it to make sure they could move their tanks and their men through the region. Because it was a, the town was like in the center, right? So the Germans had to make sure they seized it so they can use it as kind of like a, 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 another kind of base to further their attack, right? A communication network. They can create a communication network, a little supply depot. The problem was those pesky Americans would not surrender, right? Even though the town was surrounded. So... The town of Bastogne has soon become the focal point of the entire battle because this could really determine which way the battle went. If the, if the Americans were forced to surrender or driven out, that really would shift the momentum, and the Germans might have won that battle. The side that controlled Bastogne would probably emerge as the victor of the battle. The 101st Airborne were the principal troops in the town that were holding it, but they were also reinforced by men and soldiers from various other units who had been driven into Bestrons by the Germans. So it was kind of like they had these, like, the leftover guys who didn't surrender, who weren't killed and didn't surrender, kind of joined the 101st Airborne in the town. So the Germans had surrounded it, and they kept attacking it relentlessly over and over and over again, but they had been kept being driven back, okay? Uh, so... Food, supplies of food, ammo, and medicine were dwindling fast, okay? Because, you know, when you have a, a lot of wounded men, you have to use up your medical supplies, obviously, to patch them up. Ammo, every single attack, you know, you're shooting thousands of rounds of ammo. You know, so it came to a point where it was like, man, we're running out of everything. Like, we can't hold out much freaking longer. Um, 
And also, we got to remember the cold weather. Belgium in the winter is, you think, man, look, cold, there's a, there are different levels of cold. I was stationed in South Korea, and I'm going to tell you what. I thought I knew what cold was. I didn't know what cold was until I went there. It's a different level of cold. And I'm pretty sure Belgium and Europe during the winter is ridiculously cold. So they suffered a lot during the, the Americans because they didn't have a lot of supplies. So... <laughs> In the midst of all this, the Brigadier General in charge, General Anthony C. McAuliffe, he responded with that single letter, right? That single worded letter when the, the Germans demanded their surrender. Nuts. The Germans were like, what does this even mean? Like, I, <laughs> does that mean yes? Does it mean no? What the hell? So the siege continued. And the pressure, the, the noose was tightening. But in comes old blood and guts general george Patton. he advanced the break to siege what he did was he 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 ordered his troops to do this crazy unique unheard of battlefield maneuver right what he did what he's ordered his army to conduct a 90 degree counter thrust movement so basically turn on a dime and then drive forward because he remember he had, he was a he was the commander of a tank army, right? So his chief weapon, his chief uh, maneuver element were tanks supported by infantry. So the tanks could do are a little bit more maneuverable than infantry was. So tanks did a ninety degree counter thrust. This took the Germans by surprise, and this also allowed Patton and his tanks to punch through the German defenses or the the German attack ring attack circle around the town the Sherman tanks of Patton were able to drive forward to Bastogne and they were able to relieve the besieged American units in Bastogne and this was a turning point in the Battle of the Bulge because it broke the back of the German uh, offensive it really shattered their morale and kind of broke their back it was like that final uh, nail in the coffin for that offensive and also gave the Americans you know hope in renewed courage and they fought even harder the German offensive was thrown back the, the maneuver to relieve Bastogne was perhaps one of Patton's greatest strategies of the war and after the defeat at the Battle of the Bulge the Americans were able to push the Germans back to the Rhine so they pushed them all the way back to the Rhine River in Germany This that was really the beginning of the end the, battle, the German Failure at the Battle of the Bulge, the failure of the German counteroffensive, counterattack, was really the end of the uh, Nazi war machine. I mean, that was it for them. Like, they pretty much threw everything they had into that. And it was kind of like that last, ha you know, that last Hail Mary at the end of a, a great college football game or whatever. That Hail Mary, you know, this time it didn't work out. That was their Hail Mary. They were, you know, there was fourth and, fourth and two. And they were down by four points, and they had to score a touchdown, and they threw a Hail Mary, and it didn't work out for them. So, General Patton pretty much saved the American Army during the Battle of Bastogne. He is the hero. Honestly, he's one of the probably the greatest known general in the freaking war, to be honest. So, you know, he is the guy. He is the man. He's a legendary figure. So we wanted, I wanted to take the time to honor the men of, the, of World War II, specifically 
the Brave Soldiers are the 101st Airborne Division in Bastogne. December 26, 1944 is the day that will live forever in history. Once again, that that relief, right? Patton being able to relieve the 101st, it severed the spine of the German army pretty much. I mean, that was it for them. And it started it started earlier than that, but this was kind of like the final punch, the final blow that stopped the fight. I hope you guys enjoyed this brief podcast, this bonus podcast. I hope you guys continue to have a blessed holiday season and a great time with you guys, your families. Be positive. Put God first. Put your family first. And everything will be all right. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something, all right? Keep the faith. Keep your head up. The holiday season is hard for some folks, but it's all right. We'll all make it through. And there's always tomorrow. The sun will rise and the sun will set and the world keeps going. God bless you guys. Stay safe. Organic dope on the beats. Thank you, sir. Ape.